So a very good morning to all listeners. Just as we head towards the European Open, obviously it has been a particularly busy weekend and there's quite a lot of ground to cover, but I try to keep it as concise as I can. So just in terms of where we left off on Friday, US stocks, they were pressured owing to the fears of contagion within the financial sector after regulators announced the collapse of SVB Financial. Treasury officials, they attempted to calm fears with officials expressing confidence in the resilience of the banking system and the tools available to regulators to address these types of events, which did briefly help the stocks climb off the lows before closing around the trough with the S&P 500 down at 1.45%, Nasdaq down at 1.38%. So in terms of an overview of SVB and the subsequent fallout, so the Fed has approved actions enabling the FDIC to complete its resolution of Silicon Valley Bank. The Fed said it is to provide liquidity to US depository institutions in which each Federal Reserve Bank would make advances to eligible borrowers, taking as collateral certain types of securities. The Fed have said that none of the losses by SVB will be borne by the taxpayer and it also declared a similar systemic risk exception for Signature Bank. Whilst it was announced that all depositors will be made whole and will access to all of their money on Monday, but shareholders and certain unsecured debt holders will not be protected. The Fed said there is no top-line number on what will be available in the facility, whilst the aim is to meet demand from banks for liquidity as needed. Regional banks are most likely to prevail in the SVB sales process and larger lenders such as JP Morgan Chase and Bank of America are likely to not be in the running to absorb SVB, whilst an ideal bidder would likely be a regional bank such as PNC Financial, US Bank or Truist or Capital Bank according to the information. Furthermore, PNC Financial Group and Royal Bank of Canada were early suitors for Silicon Valley Bank, it was later learnt, but their interest has cooled. Whilst it was also reported the chances of a Silicon Valley Bank or Signature Bank being acquired by a rival bank was unlikely, as all potential buyers have so far walked away, according to the latest reporting by the FT. From a UK perspective, UK PM Sunak said he will have something to say very shortly on SVB. And just breaking from this, just seeing a further report in here by Sky News, noting that Silicon Valley Bank's UK subsidiary has been sold to HSBC and depositors will be fully protected. And that is set to be announced by the Bank of England and HM Treasury imminently. So again, just further reporting here by Sky News that the future of Silicon Valley Bank UK has been secured by HSBC. So just in terms of what we're looking ahead for today, the Fed is to hold a closed-door meeting under expedited procedures at 3.30pm at London time on Monday, with the meeting primarily for the review and determination by the Board of Governors of the advance and discount rates to be charged by the Federal Reserve Banks. In terms of bank calls, Goldman Sachs said it no longer expects the Fed to hike rates at the March meeting in light of recent stress in the banking system, whilst it expects the Fed to hike by 25 basis points in May, June and July, with its terminal rate view now at between 5.25 to 5.5%. Market pricing that has a 25 basis point hike in March at 82%, with unchanged now at 18%, and terminal that's seen at just 5.05% in July. So in terms of the follow-through for Asia-Pacific trade, stocks they traded mixed, with financials hit amid the fallout from the SVB collapse and subsequent failure of Signature Bank, although US equity futures were supported, with the ES now currently up around 1.9%, and there was also gradual improvement in Asia following efforts to stabilise the financial system. In terms of the breakdown, the ASX 200, that was lower, with weakness seen across most industries, including the top-weighted financial sector, although close off its lows owned the resilience in commodity-related stocks, and many market rates are pricing in over 75% probability of a pause at the next month RBA meeting. 
The Nikkei 225 that retreated beneath the 28,000 level, whilst the Hang Seng and Shanghai Composite were positive, with Hong Kong boosted by gains in tech, and after President Xi advocated strengthening science and technology at the closing remarks of the NPC, uh, Billy Billy boosted following the inclusion of its Z shares to the Stock Connect, whilst the main numbers also kept afloat after China reported stronger-than-expected loans and financing data, and surprisingly retained PBOC Governor Yi Gang as the head of the central bank. European equity futures, they're indicative of a firm open, with the Eurostox 50 up from 0.6% after the cash market closed down 1.3% on Friday. In FX space, the dollar index was pressured and retreated beneath the 104 level as the short end yields fell, while euro dollar benefited from the dollar weakness and with further momentum spurred after breaking through 107. Cable strengthened and reclaimed the 121 handle, and dollar retreated and briefly dipped beneath the 134 level. Antipodeans, though firmer with these cyclical currencies, underpinned alongside the improvement in risk appetite. Was in fixed income markets, 10 years treasuries, they surged at the open with the fallout from the Silicon Valley Bank collapse and briefly tested the 114 level, while they then paired most of the advances following measures by US authorities. Bund futures, they arranged round ahead of this week's ECB meeting, while 10 year JGB futures, they remained firm and extended on the post BOJ advances with the 10 year yields below 33 basis points. In the crude space, futures were kept afloat, albeit in a thin range, with prices largely unmoved by the improvement in risk sentiment. Whilst in metals markets, spot gold gained amid the weaker dollar, and copper futures, they strengthened as risk appetite improved. In the crypto space, Bitcoin was supported after the US did guarantee all deposits following the collapse of SVB and Signature Bank. Whilst in terms of looking ahead for the session today, there are no Tier 1 events or events scheduled. And as a very important reminder, yes, clocks, they moved forward one hour on Sunday for a four-hour time difference between London and New York. Therefore, the Wall Street Open will be today at 1.30pm London time.